0: We are coming to get our check. Welcome, welcome. I am Dina. And this is Discussions with Dina. I want to welcome you today. Um, There has been a remarkable increase and a renewed energy of sorts across this nation in regards to reparations, to our quest for reparations here in America. And that is indeed a good thing. Now there are conversations that have drastically increased in the number of black descendants of slaves actively participating in dialogue and communicating with other black think tanks as to how to best pursue the funds that are owed and due to the black people here in these United States. Now, specifically, those that descended from the original stolen and enslaved people. And whether or not you call yourself ADOS, Freedmen, FBA, African-America or any of the sort, there is no denying the debt that is owed nor the necessary and warranted need to be compensated by this government. Now this government has not hesitated to compensate other groups. Um, Indians, Japanese, Jews, Afghans, Ukrainians, LGBT, Asian American, the list goes on and on. And even those who come here illegally are given compensation. And they're not even considered to be citizens. That's right, illegal non-citizens are given resources and money. And we are not privy to that. And of course, America should be held responsible and compensate groups that they have wronged, people that they have caused harm to, and who more than we have they harmed. I don't know of any group that has suffered as much as we have the inhumanity, the laws, the discrimination the just straight up and down terrorism that we have had to face. And to be perfectly honest, some of these groups that have been rewarded really do not merit compensation. Now, the black descendants of slaves in America deserve compensation without a doubt. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. Now, you can call us foundation no black people you can call us descendants of slaves or whatever it does not mean that we were not subjugated we had subjugation that was legalized and enforced by the government of america the same government that exists today our ancestors were never ever compensated for their bondage and servitude this nation owes reparations to the descendants of slaves and that debt is current and due and payable today matters not that the current descendants of these slave owners claim to never have owned slaves, but you benefited then and you continue to benefit today from the unpaid labor black enslaved people and we were enslaved by your ancestors we didn't choose to come over here there were people black people that were here already yes indeed there were but what we have experienced your ancestors are responsible for the labor that we gave to build the foundation of america to make it be what it is today that was done by our people the wealth Your way of life and the freedoms that you enjoy today came at the cost of our ancestors' subjugation and on the backs of their heavy labor and productiveness. Their work, and they were never remunerated for it. That is a fact that is undeniable, and reparations are due. Accept it or leave it alone. As I have been observing discussions making this a priority, and using our black power to demand reparations I cannot help but notice the number of other black skinned people in opposition to us the descendants of slaves in America actually receiving what is owed to us. And I have to admit, this can be puzzling at times, but there are other black people across the world that were enslaved by Caucasian nations demanding reparations as well, like those in Brazil, Barbados, Caribbean,s and those in Jamaica. And we don't have a problem with that. We want you to get your reparations. All the CARICOM groups, all the groups that have decided That they want reparations we are rooting for you but what I have noticed is the difference is when there is a conversation as to the black people in America we are getting these same black people from those other countries that seem to not want to see us get what is owed to us and they seem to have a problem with it. It seems many of these same black people are engaged in social media conversations, Um, they're in mainstream media, they're giving speeches where they got their way to speak negatively or even try to speak against our need for reparations. And this is wrong and unacceptable. And it's also bizarre. (laughs) Now I have heard Many of our skin folks suggested it's warranted and even try to go so far as to even um, prevent it from being a conversation even worthy of presenting to our politicians. But politicians are not. It's despicable. And it is something that we will get. We certainly would not go to any other country where black people are fighting for their, for what is owed to them and what they are due. And scream to their government. Don't give it to them. They just lazy That would be looked upon as treason and to a certain degree it is Now this is why I am Expressing or showing Just some of the conversations and why they are problematic that are coming from people not all people but some immigrants that are here in America that have immigrated here, perhaps it was decades or even a century ago, regardless, regardless, reparations is an issue for those descendants of slaves here. You who immigrated made a choice to immigrate to this country. We didn't have that choice. so. I would say support our battle or stand down. Don't be a hindrance to our progress to pursue what is owed to us. It is not necessary for any other black group to make their opinion a priority in this reparations discussion, nor for them to take it upon themselves to engage in the act of using their position in this society to try and void or negate any of the advancements that we have fought for, that we have fought and died for. The entitlements, the achievements that you are proud of, that you were able to get in this country, thank our ancestors. Many of our ancestors protested, demanded. They fought for and they sacrificed their life so that we may have a better quality of life than they did. And you benefit from that when you come here. So when black immigrants come to this country and find themselves doing well and having access to reap the benefits, just remember there was life that was sacrificed. And that's why you should know and appreciate ADOS RFBA for fighting for you to have and enjoy those freedoms. Now, black people enslaved in America and and the descendants struggled we struggled and we fought we continue the fight today for equality here in america i know you see a lot of um race mix and then you get confused and it makes you think we are there but we're not there's a debt that is due and it is our duty our responsibility to continue to demand that we are given reparations for building and our ancestors building this very society. Now our ancestors did the heavy lifting, and they sacrificed, there is no doubt about it. So it is not wrong that we ask that you either support our efforts for reparations, or simply stand down, and do not try to prevent us from pursuing what is ours, what is meant for us, what is owed to us. So I would ask you stand down and stop trying to make this particular issue about you. It is more than about you. And yes, if there is a separate reparations thing for how you have been handled, then do it. But this is our fight. Now we nor our ancestors had a choice in the matter of coming over here. Now having said and expressed that i want to um, give some examples of some of the conversations that are actually being had on social media they are interesting to say the least one in particular uh, was with luther campbell i know you know him Two live crew and all that well he had a discussion on twitter he's calling himself uncle luke <laughs> And it's in regards to reparations. So let's listen to this. Take a listen.
1: I was looking at them boys over there at the FBA. And they had this room going on. Roland Martin and Luther Campbell. Me, Luther Campbell. Rollie Barton, Luther Campbell. Let me let some people get on in the room. I just, you know, I normally do this shit on, on, uh, on Sunday, and I talk about sports throughout the week. Please, 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 DM them dudes, bring their ass up in here so we can have a real conversation. DM them dudes, bring their ass up in here so we can have a real conversation. And I hope some of y'all are part of that group that's in here. And I hope some of y'all African-Americans who are rationalized people are in this group. Let's talk about it. Cause I really want to know what these dudes beef is. I really want to know what their beef is. So I put it up there. Calling straight up ignorant Negroes cause they are ignorant Negroes in my opinion. And anybody that follow up him is stupid. And that go for hoes on the street, too. So that's where I'm going at with this. One thing about me, I don't run from no smoke. They got me fucked up. So we're going to have a conversation. Call them people and put them in here, please. Call them and let them know. Come on in. Come on in. So we can get this out. We can, we can get this. We can get this. Like. I got no problem with reparation. I got no problem with them. But when you start talking about Bohemians and Jamaicans and you go on an attack of of of, of black people who you consider, who you consider as oh pan-African Americans. So everybody else is the enemy. And you're trying to get things passed because everybody else is an enemy. That's the stupidest shit I've heard in the world. I never even knew these people even exist until I got on Twitter and started having spaces about, okay, what we need to do as African-Americans to get out and vote, get policy change, get things changed, get things to benefit black people. I always look at all of us as black people. I don't look at us as individuals. My mama and my daddy My mama is from the Bahamas, and my daddy is from Jamaica. I was born in this motherfucker 16 years ago. My mama was told to get her ass off South Beach when she was working over there at 6 o'clock. We all, as black people, went through the same thing that all other black people went through in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s. And the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. So ain't no black people get exempt because you're from the Bahamas or you're from Jamaica. But these ignorant Negroes will lead you to believe that we have some kind of exempt card. As if the police, before the police gonna shoot you, the police is gonna ask you for your fucking passport to see whether or not you are from the Bahamas. Oh, Jamaica, that is the most ignorant shit in the world. And these idiots have idiots following them with that stupid-ass ideology. You would think, you would die. I feel for some of these motherfuckers who got kids because they're pumping that shit to their kids. And their kids is going to be just as fucked up as them. Sitting around, walking down the street, just imagine these idiots. Just imagine these idiots walking down the street. Oh, he's Bohemian. Look, oh, he ain't not one of us. How the fuck you gonna get reparation passed? These are the questions that I ask these idiots, and I hope some of y'all in this room, how you gonna get something passed? If you gotta if you if you just gonna eliminate half of the black people in this country, so you just dummy your shit down to oh uh, kids of black slaves Kids of black slaves When you ask these assholes Okay so what Did you do an ancestry When y'all get your hot ass on here with your shit I want to know did you do a ancestry.com Post that motherfucker In the draw That showed you 100% African Americans Descendant of slaves I want you to do that Cause half of you mama fucked the white man. And where the white man came from. So I'm, I'm really interested in finding out what makes you 100% black man to then make you come to the point that, oh, I'm 100% black man. My next question is to these idiots, how do you get anything passed if you don't create any allies? Who are your allies? You just killed off all the behaviors, the blacks, the Haitians. You killed off everything that's black. You killed them all off. Fuck them. We we'll don't vibe with them. They the ones who came here and they corrupted the country and they made white people hate us. But then at the end of the day, what y'all do? That's, man, them dudes just go ahead and say it. Y'all are funded by the Republican Party. Y'all trying to create... Create some black lives matter shit so y'all can get a check. Y'all get a bag. You just wait for uh, Trump to call you up. It, them the niggas who be in the in the crowd with Trump. You always wonder where they come from. That's who they are. they the black niggas who be in the crowd that Trump. Just go ahead and say you, you're probably Oh, It's always an attack on the Democrat. You no matter how much you say, I criticize the Democratic Party. Just as much as I criticize the Republican party, they don't hear that, that shit go in one ear out, out the other Oh, uh-uh. well, we do well, we don't care about what they do in the ki- I, and I want to know, my last thing, I want to know what the fuck y'all do in y'all community. How I many lives y'all saved them? Oh, uh, well, Luke, you know, he works with the kids, but fuck that. Man, we, no, he don't work with the kids. He's been working with the kids for 32 years, boss. Rebuilding parks, saving lives. Got over 800 kids right now on a year-round basis for for 32 fucking years. Education, education, education. Created tons of millionaires. None of them motherfuckers just stand up to that, to those numbers there. Because everybody wanna get on Twitter because you spend too much time on Twitter. The hood. Just left the hood. Just left saving some lives. Just left inspiring some some young black boys, and not saying to them, "Oh, I'm going to only inspire." Oh, let me let me see your fucking let me see your your uh your uh, uh let me see let me see your passport, because I'm not fucking with no pan American African Americans. I'm not going to fucking help you guys because I'm here to help only Islanders that most stupidest ignorant shit you can ever fucking say. I want you people to get on here and listen to these fucking dumbass poles polls with their stupid ass ideology. You come out of a conversation about why we should vote. And they come in there, they wanna come into your room and attack people who they don't like. Change the conversation and the narrative to fit what they got a problem with. That's more ignorant shit. Oh, let's go up in the room. Title of the room. Why? Why it important for African Americans to vote? Special guest, Roland Martin. Oh, uh, Roland, you, you, you this and you that and you this. Motherfucker, we ain't talking about that. If you don't want to vote, just get in the open the mic and say, well, I don't want to vote. Then some nigga, they leader, they they Jesus. Where the fuck he is? I don't even know this nigga. Oh, uh, who kicked me out the room? No, no, no. lying already. No, no, no. I don't care. I ain't kicked nobody out no room. I right, let one person talk at a time because I did not want a shit show going on in the room. Okay, you go, put your hand up. The complete balance of the FBA guys, look at that fucking profile. I know what they coming with. Look at boss, stay on topic. Stay on topic. We're talking about voting. If you don't want to vote, fine. I got the problem with that. I'm the nigga who went to Supreme Court fight for free speech. By the way, so I'm not going to tell a person what they can't talk about. I ain't going to tell a person you need to be agreeing with me. And you don't need to be agreeing with. Me. Say what you got to say. But we going to stay on topic. If you don't think we should be voting, that that is your that's your opinion, brother. Sister. That's your opinion. If you don't think black people should be voting. Fine, okay. Some people don't think it's a Jesus. Some people don't think it's a God. Some people don't think a lot on it. Some people just some people got a problem in a free country. the problem with that. When you open up a platform like this, you allow people to speak, and you allow people to get on here and speak their peace. No problem. Say what the fuck you guys said. That's all I do. Sit back and listen. You, that's your thing. I don't got no problem with nobody. You want to make me a problem? Fine, I got a problem with that. Join the list of motherfuckers. I'm a big boy. I report the fucking government and everybody else. So some ignorant ass niggas, spell my name right. Hey, FBA, spell my fucking name right. Because with you niggas having a problem, we'll be OK with that. Shit. Finally. I'm moving off into the good section here because normally I have
2: people who, who,
1: sane people who got a problem with me. Now I got some insane motherfuckers, I got no problem with them. We're on the right, Luke off. Luke off, you niggas ain't never bought it. Y'all don't feed me. I don't do business with motherfuckers like that. I can't even sit in the room with them niggas. So write me off like y'all spending some money with me. (laughs) The people who I fuck with don't fuck with them kind of people. They're gonna write Luke off. Okay, he's one of them. One of what? I'm a real nigga. And have them niggas running up, breaking right their mouth, talking my oh, 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 then not one of us. you been me off because my mama's in Jamaica, a uh, Bahamian, my dad is a Bahamian, so you gonna write me off two times? Damn, that's double jeopardy. Fucking double jeopardy. But you know what? Niggas like them ain't gonna discourage me from doing what I do in my community.
3: All right, uh, we see Thank a lot you. of projection. I see a lot of projection in there. That's way, way projecting. That's a lot of projecting going on. Shout out to everybody in the room. Um, I, I got to touch on some of that stuff. A lot of these people who are clicked in with the white Democrats, like this gentleman there, um, they get paid to spew a lot of this stuff about why we should vote as <laughs> so black Americans. Are not I getting
1: would it. love to get paid. I seriously would if you could pay. Hold on.
3: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That does. Don't, speak. don't Don't cut him off. Don't cut him off. Right. This whole thing where we should vote just for the sake of voting and not getting the tangibles and well, we shouldn't think about reparations, we're not playing that game. We're going to get reparations and we're going to focus on reparations because other groups are getting tangibles and they're not having to spin their wheels. You have a lot of these people who are Democratic shills come among us. And when we talk about getting tangibles like all of these other groups, they get into what I call wheel spinisms. We got to do all of these tricks and trades and all of these parlor tricks in order to make the Democrats do something. We got to vote and do a super PAC and then get a plebiscite and then um, roll around on the ground and, and stop, drop, and roll. No, other groups are not doing all of this stuff. And the Democrats and other politicians are giving them tangible things. Foundation of Black Americans, we're told that we can't get anything. We've had Kamala Harris say, I'm not going to do anything for black people. No. That so is that's not a true. Problem. Sir, I see you are you are a person who works with Kamala Harris or works for Kamala Harris on your website, sir, on your profile page. So, sir, you said a lot of things that were about and false because you are not... That would be a, a pleasure right. if I did, but continue. Right. Um, We, as Foundational Black Americans, we're not obligated to carry anybody. We've done enough. We've carried so many other people. We fought for so many other groups. When we want to fight for ourselves, we have too many Foundational Black Americans who are homeless. Our people are getting shot in the streets. We need reparations. We need tangibles. And when we want to do something that excludes other people, all of a sudden we're called xenophobic and we're some part of a conspiratorial group funded by some shadowy white supremacist. We're not a group, we're not an organization. Foundation of Black Americans is a lineage that we've designated ourselves and not let the white supremacists name us. And we're letting people know we're not going to be marginalized. We're going to be looking out for our group because we need very specific things. We're not trying to harm immigrants, but we're not prioritizing immigrants right now because immigration, unfortunately, has not worked out for foundational black Americans in the last 70 years. So we have every right. Our families built this nation from the ground up, so we have a right to fight for something for foundational black Americans in respect to our lineage and our ancestry.
2: Does that does that include? No, no. Tariq, wait, wait, Tariq, who, who made the rules concerning what makes a foundational black American? Because they're very specific. Right. Who's us? Who's us? Who's us? Was there a, a meeting? Was there a conference? A Congress? What? That's not a meeting,
3: sir. Who made the the designation that people who, are gonna be Jamaican.
2: No, who no, made who that made that the rules?
3: Something? No, you have a website with rules. Who made those, brother? No. no, we have
2: cultural identities and ideas, but there are no quote unquote rules. 197 1960 immigrants who come after 1960 should not be uh should not be looked upon to speak upon our uh needs it's right you have one parent right so you could be one half foundational black american and Amen. one half an immigrant but you can't speak who made that rule
3: we made the same rules like native american tribes did they don't have certain people who have dual legion allegiances represent that particular tribe not right. one. who's person, the ween brother who's the we um, Great. Right. who identified he the weed brother calm down sir I'm talking about me and other foundational black Americans. You're trying to forewall us and try to make us a group, which we're not. That's not going to work, sir. we you not got a rules. Group. We have rules. Group. No, it's not. It's not a group. Gangs have rules. Societies have rules. Countries have rules. Fraternities and sororities nations, have rules. Nations have rules. You understand? So tribes and tribes do, too. Yes, they do. And we are designated tribes. We are an ethnic group. And man, let me ask you a question. Let
1: me let me let me, let me, let me ask you a question. So what I, I, I heard I heard you mention some tangibles.
3: What are what are the tangibles? Well, first the check. The same kind of tangibles that Native American tribes get. They get money. They get land. They get casinos. Things like that. We're talking about a check. We want a check, cash, money. The same thing that Asians are getting. They've written checks for Asian organizations. They're giving checks to the Ukrainians and the Afghans. All of these other groups get money thrown at them. And when we say we want tangibles, they start telling us, well, we can give you some free water or we can give you a, an HBCU voucher, things like that. We need specific financial tangibles
4: right now. So, Doreen, uh, just a, a quick question for you. When, when you say they give, Specifically, um, which level of government are you speaking all of? All of them. The government is the government, sweetie. Uh, the check
3: says the U.S. government. So, which politician greenlit it or whatever? They have no problem greenlighting these things for other groups, and it comes from the government. We have one government. There's different people within the government, but it's one government that comes to an agreement to give other groups all of these tangibles, except when it comes to us, and we can't accept that. We're, it's dire straits for foundational Black Americans right now, and we have to have the tangibles that we're supposed to get.
1: Let me ask you. Uh, have, and I asked the same question to a, another uh, young man uh, over here. Have you guys lobbied Congress and the Senate on the check? Have you have you sat down and met with these people? You know, uh, if so, you
3: know, tell us some of the people you met with. We've been dealing with the California reparations form out here. We've been very active with that. We were the ones who got them to designate that the reparations is going to be lineage based. So we are extremely active with the reparations committee out here in California. You had our good brother like Ice Cube wanting to meet with Biden to talk about tangibles for foundational black Americans. And Biden said that they would do a meeting with them, but they never did it. So the Democrats are playing these types of games, and we're letting them know we're not going to support you if you want to play these little hide-and-seek games when it comes to giving us something. We just had a bunch of black people killed in Buffalo, and in the response, Biden invited a bunch of Asians to the White House to talk about an Asian hate crime bill without doing that with black people. That type of benign neglect policy, we can't go for anymore. They've been doing right. this... Is it I, 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 Not to touch y'all,
1: but... but it but it's listen it's obvious people hear your message yeah i i didn't know you until twitter and once we got on twitter a lot of people know you you're very uh influential young man and very powerful you got a group of people that are very active and they're they're for the cause and not only do these people are aware these people are aware of your, your movement, I mean, they're aware of the people that are affiliated with what you guys are fighting for. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, like, you know, I, I would think, you know, I would think you would go and go to Capitol Hill and sit down in their face because I was, it ain't like you, you don't sound like those scared dudes. Like, right. go sit yeah. down with them and say, hey, look here, man, this is what we want. This is what we want. And if you don't give us what we want, then when it's time for your ass to run in two years,
3: then we're gonna mobilize and get you out. Yeah, that's what we're doing in October, we're actually going to Washington D.C. this October, we got a big rally that we're planning right now, and we're going to put it all on the line, we need something specific for us, we're going to need a hate crime bill specific for us, we're going to need something done about this homeless problem, especially out here in places like California and other places that's affecting Foundation of Black Americans. And we're going to put it on the line and let them know exactly what we need. We're going to have to get them to do something about all of these white supremacist groups within law enforcement, especially in Democrat run cities. That's the problem. We're voting for all of these Democrats to come in, but all of these police killings with all of these crazy white supremacists working in law enforcement, these are done in primarily Democrat run cities. So we can't keep voting for our own demise. So we're letting these people know we cannot keep supporting you, continue to support you if you're not doing anything as we keep voting and holding you up. I don't want to hear about a green new deal and some Flint water and all of that because we're being gunned down and mowed down out here. We need our Democrats, especially them, because we've been supporting them for the last 60 years. We really need them to get busy and do what they need to do and do what they're supposed to do for their main voting block, which is us, Foundation of Black Americans. So
1: so you're going, so you're going, so let
3: me, let me, just quick, this is a quick one, Steve. So
1: you're going, in October, you're going to meet with all 400 and some more, uh, Congress, uh, folks and, and, uh, those hundred senators. You're going to go up there and meet with them. Uh, is it Iraq? You're going to meet, you're going to meet with them and, and
3: tell them basically, this is what we want. This, this is, this is our platform. Well, we're going Correct. to go to Washington, D.C. If they want to meet up, that's fine. But we're still going to go up there. We're not going to book a formal meeting, but we're going to have the media out there and we're going to have the grassroots mobilized out there in Washington, D.C. and get all eyes on the streets to let them know what the message is because whenever we have protest out here, what the Democrats will do, they will send in controlled opposition and they exactly. will exploit the deaths of black people. So when a black person gets killed, they will send some Democratic shills out there to talk about the death for five minutes and then all of a sudden they start talking about what well, black trans are dying too, right. and what about immigrants. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into something else. So we don't want any more controlled opposition. We don't want any more Democratic shills. We don't want right wing shills because I'm not a right winger. I'm not down with the Republicans either. I'm nonpartisan. I'm all about tangibles for my people, foundational Black Americans, and in extension, our brothers and sisters from the diaspora, because I'm not dumping on them, but we have to prioritize foundational Black Americans. I don't. I don't believe anybody who's an immigrant should show any disrespect to a foundational black American because if it were not for us fighting to get them here, they would not be here. White people didn't want black immigrants over here at no point. It was foundational black Americans in the early 1900s and in 1965 and 64 really stomping the streets, getting their heads bashed in to get brothers and sisters from the diaspora to come over here to be reinforcements for us because we wanted another Marcus Garvey and more Stokely Carmichael's over here. Unfortunately, the white supremacists got in front of it and now what they do is send over the Candace Owens and all of the other sambos that come and join the white supremacists against us so that's what we also have a problem with so we're just getting some straightening to figure out who's on team black empowerment who's going to support us and who's going to reinforce us like we've reinforced and supported them by calling hey. them tethers yes what? by calling them tethers absolutely hey, good luck I with that a... strategy uh-huh well hey a, what are they gonna do question. about it
2: Look, it ain't enough, enough for y'all to stop it so okay 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 okay, okay
4: let's let's stay let's stay here, let's stay here. <laughs> hey hey tariq i i have a question for you because yes, i think ma'am. that you know from a policy perspective many of us can agree um with some of the things that you're you're speaking of right um mm-hmm. you know the police violence and, and things that can be better in our communities from and this is our first time having a conversation. So I live here in Florida and I am a democratic party strategist. Mm -hmm. Um, So this cycle, I have six, my portfolio includes 68 candidates running across Florida for various seats, um, from school board to the governor's mansion, right? And including congressional candidates also. And we're, our primary here in Florida is in August. So right now we are in what I call the the messaging platform, right? We are going into media, black media, on radio, black radio, um, and putting up TV ads or negotiating those contracts. And from a data perspective, I'll share with you, you know, a lot of the items in this conversation are not on the, you know, top 10 reasons for people to get out and vote. And I think particularly it's because there are no conversations being had with the elected officials. Like, I applaud you guys for, you know, organizing and planning to go to DC. I I would also encourage you, as Luke was saying, to sit down and have these conversations.
0: See, this is an issue here. Because they are not on the agenda, doesn't mean that they should not be on the agenda. This kind of rhetoric kind of it messes up the mind of some people who are not clear on what voting is supposed to be. Just because they don't have it there doesn't mean it shouldn't be there, okay?
4: What the elected officials that represent you and your home communities and are gonna be president in DC as well. The reason being is because a lot of these campaigns are built off of data. a
0: lot of that there we go with the data the data who is giving this data you have to question who is collecting it and for what purposes the issue is not being spoken of because these are things that they have chosen that are important to them but the people also have different agendas themselves what people did you speak to specifically who did you call to get this data what group specifically
4: data comes from grassroots messaging and if we're not having the conversation with those that are in power to represent us then you know we're we're doing a lot of stuff for not and i can't
0: with her we're gonna um, skip ahead
4: To say oh I don't know about this or this is not an issue or you know the young man was saying earlier to you know kind of be talked down to like oh young man go do some research or or what have you Um, so when you're going to DC I I would just ask um, because I have clients that you know work in DC you know have these meetings have these conversations because if nothing else at least the dialogue puts it on their radar And then as you're organizing in in communities and the data starts to present, there is a movement behind these legislative issues.
0: Slavery was not a
4: secret. These people act like this is something
0: that just occurred. America was built on slavery. This is an issue. This has always been an issue. Reparations is not new. Reparations is something that has been talked about and has been warranted and is due, this is an issue that most people try to avoid. They know that it exists and for them to imply that it is something that's under the table, this issue is always used. They find a way to escape ex- goat is what I'm saying, instead of dealing with it. This is not new. Black people are owed reparations. We have to make this important. We have to do the footwork that is necessary to get what it is that we are demanding. This is not new to these people. These people been aware of them owing us. It is not new. We are making all kinds of excuses to let people off the hook. And for me. If you are not interested in helping to get reparations, stand down. Stand down.
3: um, I will say that these um, elected officials, they are fully aware of what we want and they know Exactly. exactly what we talk about. As you know, they have data research specialists that sit online and literally monitor the vibes and the moods and the language and some of the trends that go on with these conversations. They are fully aware of who we are. They are fully aware of what we want. And the name of the game for them is to continue the benign neglect policy by promising us nothing but still getting us to vote. Um, When they had um, the Black Lives Matter thing popping off some years back, There was a memo that was leaked. WikiLeaks leaked that memo from the DNC sending out talking points. And one of the talking points was talk to some of the Black Lives Matter activists, but make sure to not promise anything. Just listen to them and let them speak, but do not promise anything tangible. Do not promise any type of money or any type of resource. So that's the game they like to play. They want to talk and have these little listening sessions. I don't want to have a listening session. I want to have a check writing session. I want my check. We need money. They didn't have a a listening session with Asians they start giving them money tangibles. they're not having listening sessions with some of the Hispanic families that were caught on the border they start giving them money out here in California where I live they're giving them all types of food all types of financial resources free medical resources that they don't give us they're not talking about anything they're just doing it so this benign neglect policy, where we as Black people, if we have to get something, we got to just continue to spin our wheels and talk and sing and dance. That's over. They need to start writing the checks to us, or we will not vote for them, and we'll start a whole different political party if need be. So I, I hear you what you're you've, saying. Been I've... you've been You've been in, uh, in the active in the reparation space for what five years? No, a decade. If you go back to some of my tweets, going back a decade, I've been talking about it. You go pull up an interview I did on The Breakfast Club in 2016, I've been talking about reparations. There was I've been ahead okay, no, no, okay. no, okay, of this thing a, a long time, brother. You, so you go, go, go to my eight movies, The Hidden colors that I've been decades ago, and the have been about one of the solutions to reparations. i you know what bill page, sir, this not new at all for me. What bill, sir? You were
2: Africans for
3: No, you said there wasn't a hate crime bill for black people. It was the guy that I the black was suspecting my African crime. You know what bill he charged under? I have African genetics, sir. What bill was he haven't denied I think it was the James, James Bird Jr. and also a foundational white like American, which makes me a very unique person. Oh, name I the whole bill. Name the whole sister sister that. Name What's that whole bill? bill, sir. It's not just James Bird Jr. and, and yeah. Matthew yeah. Well,
2: Shepard. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Name the whole thing the white LGBT dude. But the James Bird right. black they, that was dragged. I mean, do not care about did, black people? That are okay, rich? stop it. They taxed on James Bird because they were really putting that bill together for the white LGBT community. But they knew that white LGBT people are not really aggrieved like that. So they had to attach a black person to it. And that bill doesn't really help us like that. This was a white man in Buffalo. That's not nothing to pop your collar about. The dude sat here and confessed to a murder that he did on film. I'm not popping my collar to some damn hate crime bill and the dude basically confessed. Is that so what you, you hate crime on? bills
2: actually stop people from doing
3: hate crimes? Are you are that you're hanging your hat on a, a crime that was done on I'm just, you just asking a question. question. Do you think
1: hate you crime you bills actually do... stop people from doing crimes? You don't. Tariq, something. Um, I'm gonna drop down. Mr. Tyreek, Do you see in the near future, bringing all these groups together uh, to support the black agenda? Uh, Everybody's just gonna do their own thing.
3: Tariq, if you're talking. <clears throat> My bad, okay, sorry about that, guys. Um, well, I'm a Foundation of Black and American by lineage. So whatever I do, I'm still gonna be an FBA. If other groups want to support anything that foundational Black Americans are doing, they're welcome to do so. That's on them. We've always supported all of these other groups, and we're on our ancestral homeland that we built. So we're always going to look out for the best interests of Black people here. That's a given. But other groups, when they come over, are they going to be on our way? Are they going to try to reinforce us? Or are they going to try to get with the dominant society to work against us? So that's a question for people who are non fda let me ask you: Do you have, do you have, do you have,
1: do you have the numbers to, 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 I mean, obviously, obviously, you said you're not gonna meet with congressmen and women in the Senate, and you guys are gonna do a rally. Do you have the numbers around the country to actually, to actually push the uh, the electric to create a bill? To create, I mean, to to
3: address all your tangibles. Yeah, yeah, we, we have a, we have enough numbers to make a, make a significant impact, just like we did in California. California, again, with the reparations um, task force, they were trying to do some trick-bag stuff with the reparations task force, and we put our eyes on them, and we forced them to do the right thing as far as having the language correct, as far as giving the tangibles to our lineage, and not just making it race-based, because if you have race-based reparations, that opens the door to white Hispanics, to Asians, and all these other groups, and then it turns into a affirmative action, which ultimately undermines foundational Black Americans because everybody else will be prioritized. So we are very, very specific about prioritizing our specific group for tangibles, especially when it pertains to the enslavement of our people. When we talk about reparations, a lot of people try to mix in, well, what about all the racism that other people had to face too? our reparations claim is not a reparations claim against racism we're talking about slavery if we want to do a reparations claim that can be done later but we're talking about uh, a specific act that was done to a specific group of people and that is foundational black Americans who are descendants of slaves now other immigrant groups they should support this because this will set a template for them to ultimately get their reparations from the the British Colonists from the French that colonized many of the um, Caribbean islands, and the Spanish who colonized some of those Caribbean places too. So this will open the door and ultimately help them too. So they should support our reparations claim. Let, let me what? ask you, you, with with, with, with calling,
1: uh, you know, and I'm I'm guilty of it too. Now I call some people some wild names myself, mm. but we're calling, we're, uh, we're calling these congressmen and women. These names, you think that's gonna get you, get them in the, in the long run to, uh, to to create a bill and, and sponsor and co-sponsor and
3: and get it passed. Now, when we're in these Twitter spaces, sometimes it will morph into a roast session then everybody can get that work. But when we're sitting down having a real conversation about getting some real tangible policies done, we know how to code switch and get our decorum right and get our conversation together and talk like we got success, you know? We, we know how to flip it when it needs to be flipped. Now, in some of these Twitter space rooms, sometimes it can get janky, sometimes it can get intellectual, sometimes it can turn into all-out roast sessions. Everybody can get burned, everybody can get touched. But we understand if we got some serious contenders who are in politics or somebody in a serious position and they want to have a serious conversation, we have no problem doing that. Um, Who's the spokesperson? There's no spokesperson. There are several spokespersons. So anybody can be a spokesperson. We just want people who have a reputation within the community of looking out for the best interest of the community and not people who want to just come in and get something for themselves. When, so when, when make I, that when, when, when you and uh Roland are gonna sit down and, and talk on one of these platforms Lord yeah bro. now Roland let me, let's be very clear Roland started on me first a while back because they blamed me for Hillary not getting elected in the midterm some years back because they did some data research and they saw that a lot of people were um, following me and getting my advice to not vote for Hillary because Hillary and the Clintons have been horrible for black people and then Roland got on air just really going in on me um, and and the Democrats, they send their shields down to t- attack me all the time they attack me over some stuff with Kamala Harris when she was about to get uh, elected so um, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on not, not to cut you off but shit, yeah. if, if you if
1: you if you, I mean, win against Hillary and, and everybody know you that powerful to not help her get elected, goddamn, Well, you They should all be shaking at the
3: boots when you coming, right? Yeah, hey, you know. A, a lot of them again they monitor what i do and i've heard that some people who work for the dmc they get little notes and memos about me all the time they come in my my rooms and you know they they come and try to disrupt so they know exactly who i am but, uh, but that that that's
1: why i'm just saying you know i you know i can't tell you how to do what you do but Right. i i i think it would i just think i mean if you if you, if you sit down and have a meeting with, with you know with the devils and the whatever you wanna call them. And you sit there and you say, look here yeah, man, I need you know y'all Congress, you got two years. You know, uh, uh I I need you to, you know, do what you need. where's the check? I feel you you. you you know what I'm saying? Where's the check, where's the check, where's the right? check right now? If you don't get the check man. you know, we gon we're gonna mine up against you and now I can genuinely say it. I met with Congress woman man XYZ and we told them this is what we need and now they didn't do that i'm going back to the community hey look here man they gotta go you see me and now at the end of the day you know look you know we sat down back with them now they can't play like they didn't see the march or they didn't play like they can see the the rally or they were on vacation and they're not aware of it no i sat here and met with you and we talked about my agenda of our people and the reparation and No different than the LGBT. They went out there and they did that little thing with the protests. I understand that. This is very different from LGBT. All of congressmen and women and say, look, we need our our bill passed. Who who down and who ain't? Because when we leave the office, don't give me the bullshit. Okay, look, you you folk represent, okay, good. I'm going to mark you down and go around into the next office. I'm going to mark you down and keep it moving. Yep. And then we're gonna go out there and rally and we're gonna say hey, we met with y'all. So now <laughs> shit, now you now it's time for you to go. Cause I, I would say that I'm pretty sure it'll be when you go back to the communities, even if the person ain't with you, they hey, look here, man. We met with this man here. And they bullshit us. And then now they got again, they gotta go through those, you know better than I do. They have to go through those forums. I'm now we showing up at the forum. Hey look. When it's time to speak in the audience, we I met with you last year on reparation and you ain't did shit. So I am fucking like, that's a person right here. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get not
3: elected. That's just right. my opinion. That's what we do. That's how I, I feel about that. it. That's what we do down here. And that's what I hope to do. Exactly. That's exactly what I hope to do. And hopefully we can get that done this year before the election. So we're going to look and see. But we got our sister Teslin in here. I would love to see Teslin. She's a political strategist and she's in the speaker queue. So I want to kind of give the floor to some of the other brothers and sisters to to get their voices out there. So and I, I thank everybody for listening and keeping the conversation respectful. And um, much respect to everybody. Thank you, Brother Luke. Thank
1: you. I'm glad Stephen kept the conversation respectful.
2: I'm front I mean the man called me a tether and I and by his definition I'm a foundational black American.
5: So you know a tether. That's how it is. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much, Tariq, for um passing the microphone to me. That's I see good. a lot of familiar faces uh in the building and shout out to you, Luke, um, for hosting this and you know, trying to keep things as cordial as possible. So my my question is um, you know, I see a lot of questions directed at Tariq, and I get it. If you're not interested in what he does, if you think he's too extreme, if you says, well, it should be this or be that. But my question for you, uh, Stephen, with 100 Black Men, did you, since there's a lot of questions about if he met with the local official, and I would love to chop it up with you, Nikki, about Florida, because it looks like you follow me on Twitter, and Florida's absolutely my stopping ground, and I'd be more than happy. Uh, to talk to you about what Florida refuses to do for black candidates, black people in general. But we'll leave that to the side. Um, but my question for Stephen is, did 100 black men at any time uh, during this last two years, four years, six years, have called out anybody in power with the same energy that's being now directed at folks who are? Because what I'm hearing is, Luke is saying, hey, If you don't like how stuff is moving, say, hey, you're going to either do X, Y, Z, whether it's reparations, whatever it is, or we're going to replace you, which is what Tarika is doing, even if you don't rock with that. So I'm looking at 1,200 people in this room. Has anybody taken the time to call out the administration with the same amount of energy, starting a room to say, let's talk about the policies that have not been delivered to black people. Let's talk about Joe Biden volunteering a lot to the George Floyd family. And before anybody comment on that, let me run down the receipts. I'm attorney Ben Crump's senior public policy advisor. I was in the room when Joe Biden called that family. So before anybody grabbed the mic, the other brother that was going on and on with the stats, you definitely don't wanna play the receipt game with me. I wanna know, did 100 black men or any organization that you're involved with, sir, Have you guys taken that same initiative, because I know you just did a a screening for civil, so you're well aware of what's happening with shooting down Black men. Has that same amount of energy and questioning and probing and desire to know and room set up on Twitter, has any of that been directed at Joe Biden or anybody else for that matter on the state, on the the local, or on the federal? That's my question for you, brother, because
2: period. On the, on the main stage, though. Not
5: on the back end. Not the back end I, meeting. On the I, main stage. Kind of like I, I, how I do
2: on Fox News. I'm going to answer that. You ready? That's right. So let me break it down to you like this. The 100 Black Men of South Florida and the 100 Black Men of America is me mentoring organization. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Met- oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Stop, no, brother. No, no. Sí. Stop, brother. Stop. So that's what we're not going to do. You ask me a question, I'm answering it. And you just ask me a question. So I'm going to answer your question are for black youth, specifically black boys. Those black boys come from America. They come from Haiti. They come from the Bahamas. They come from Jamaica. They come from Ghana. They come from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. They come as they are because they will grow up to be black men in America. They come as they are because they need to know that they are black men in America and to unite as black men in, this, in America. Our crowning achievement was having one of our mentees become the mayor of the city of Opalaka. Because that, and then becoming a mentor as well. Because that's what black people have done for years and decades. They have not run around calling each other out their name and tried to disunify. So have I ever picked up your banner? No sister, I personally think and I've said it publicly, your organization is a hate group.
1: Steve, she asked you a question. Have you called out any any organizations?
2: Called them out to do what? Called them out go, a, a any about governmental what? entities.
1: Any oh, wait, government? wait. So
2: so so she's asking me my resume as far as what I've done for the black community locally and nationally? Yes. No, she's, she's not. Saying, she's asking me them out, Steven. What have you no, called? No, them she, out. She's asking me, "What have I done for her organization?" That's not no, not organization. Organization. You you. Out no, you no, wait, wait. Steve, Steve. Wait, wait, wait! I just saw you on TV calling the mayor of Miami Beach out. Basically. Of course I did. Wait, wait, wait! They don't want my my resume. They can look my resume no, up no, on no Google. Tell them who you called out. No, they don't care. The I, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm here trying to to unite black people. They worry about reparations, but they're going to delineate and and hate on black people. We're not the same. We not we don't have the same fight. Because while they up here planning with no leadership, some meetings with some congress people, I've got to be the one down in Miami Beach lobbying and calling out all of the, the administration for their children who come visit. Because our kids, as you know, Luke, don't go. So no, I, I I am not obligated to tell them what I've done for them, because I do everything for all of us, because it's us. We go all night with this, but we're gonna
5: well, you, to you, run put run. Me oh. on you put me on go mute, ahead. and that's, and ahead, and sis, that's sis, not fair, Luke,
1: because- oh no, no, hold no, no. On. hold on, hold on i didn't put you on mute. I'm asking you a question.
5: Okay, I just want to make the point to this because Steven's what he's doing called gaslight. Like you might want to look me up. I'm the best of the best when it comes to that. That's why I go to the, to the lines. the entire
2: days. organizations built on um, it.
5: Can you mute, uh, Luke? Can you mute Steven just one quick second and then I'm going to be out your way, sweetheart. Go ahead. It's Steve. Let, let the young lady talk. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, sir, Stephen, I'm the best at this gaslighting and whataboutism. I debate all the people that make y'all shake in y'all boots. You might want to go look me up. I take them all on at Fox News. I asked you a very simple question. It had nothing to do with reparations, FBA, BAC, BNC, NBC, ABC, AB312345. I asked you, Stephen. did have you as a person or your organization, representing your organization, have you called out anybody publicly on the state, the local, or the federal level, demanding things for black people. And the answer is not, I mentor black boys, cause I do that too. The answer is not, I read books and I give them this and give them that. That's church work. I work with one of your best presidents ever in 100 black men, his name was Ron Rogers. Shout out to him, rest in peace. He died just two or three years ago. I love 100 black men. We just featured the documentary there just a couple of weeks ago. I'm saying this so you can know my receipts are thorough. My question to you is, it would be a wonderful thing if you could sit across some leadership every now and then, the person that has the pen and the power to ask the same questions that you are asking tonight. That's all I'm saying. Take you and your 99 brothers, 99 problems, but uh, ain't one, and go on up to Capitol Hill, the same way y'all recommending Tariq do, and go sit down with the leaders and tell them what you want, even if it ain't reparations. Tell them anything, goddammit. I'm just hoping and praying and begging that somebody can have a backbone to do something besides chastise our own people that's asking for something, even if you think it's wrong. Even if you think it's wrong. If you think the anti-hate bill is ain't worth a damn, well, so what, they used to giving black people uh, shit that ain't about nothing, so why would you stand in the way? Well, then go ask for something that you think is about something. And right now, I don't see nobody out of the 1,200 people on the on, in this room That I see publicly calling out this administration or the local, the state, the federal on
1: any level. Well done, sis.
0: I want to thank you for listening to discussions with Dina and invite you to join me again for a discussion. This is part one. I'll have part two shortly. Thank you for joining me.
1: Get